tell the nice people what happened, and we'll bring Did Emily goof it that. up? Oh, I don't even know what you guys know about it. Honestly, not too much. Not too I much. know what happened oh. to the can- cantina. Yeah, we just assumed she goofed it up. Well, yes. <laughs> so, you, you guys are probably aware that Emily is a fan of the Haunted Mansion. Just Correct. Just yeah, which happens to exist this, in Disneyland. This has come up. And she brought a Haunted Mansion dress with her. <laughs> and I was waiting until the day she put on that Haunted Mansion dress. And then we went on to the Haunted Mansion, which I kept saying we should do that day. But the, the line, line was, was ridiculous. like an hour and a half. And I knew it was going to be the last thing we did that day. So I was trying to kill time. <laughs> <laughs> and wait till the line dropped down. So we're hanging out in the cantina, which was a great way to kill time. Fantastic bar. Highly recommend to go to. <laughs> like as we're sitting there just like drinking our cocktails, like Emily just looks at me and is like, is there a question you wanted to ask me? I said, are you sure there isn't something you wanted to ask? <laughs> this is on the third day. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we're recording this. Please. So happy right now. You should have worn the dress on the second day then. Well, no, we were making lightsabers on the second day, so I wanted to wear my baby Yoda shirt. You know, it's not important. <laughs> I almost even bought a ring box that had a little light in there because I knew it was going to be too dark in there. To be fair, it was oh, dark in the cantina. <laughs> anyway. Assuming I didn't have a plan. Well! <laughs> I'm very good at not telegraphing what I'm doing. I would say you have the best <laughs> poker face of anyone I know. <laughs> you would say you're already laughing but about it. It's already a sweet memory. Like, the proposal that we got was while well, DJ Rex was blasting out a jizz remix in a cantina. <laughs> yeah, it was the dance remix of the cantina band song. Yeah. So. Which is very fitting when you really think about it. Now you know what you need to your first dance is going to be. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I've considered that. Um, I mean, Anne Marie forgot to answer. Or that's what post, you could walk so. down the aisle to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it could be like after the thing when Sadie pronounces us like dude and lady and then a song oh, the plays recessional? and we leave. Yeah. Anyways, welcome to Monster Pod, the pod about monsters and wedding planning now. <laughs> I haven't talked to Sarah and Sadie in person in a while, so. <laughs> yeah, it was since the last time we got engaged. The last time we got engaged. <laughs> engaged. <laughs> we do it quite often around here. I had almost fixed it, Sadie. I had almost fixed it. I no. got myself. Nope, I can't, I can't allow that to happen. Uh, I'm Emily, your keeper of monsters, keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts, and... Uh, keeper of the inability to let someone go through with a plan yeah this is buddy norman (laughs) (laughs) this is buddy norman that is actually the name she's taking yeah we're both taking it so it'll be mrs she's changing her first middle and last name for this one it's a weird choice but that means that you're gonna be no that doesn't work no, I'm still Travis. Yeah. No, he's going to be Mrs. Buddy Norman, too. <laughs> We're going to save a shitload on invitations. <laughs> Mrs. and Mrs. Buddy Norman. Uh, anyway, Travis. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's me. Hi, I'm Travis. I play Buddy Norman. Friendly Neighborhood Bigfoot. Yeah. At least we broke you in the habit of saying Friendly Neighborhood Cameraman when he hasn't filmed a single thing in three years. <laughs> no, he hasn't. His camera box is just full of snacks and weed. <laughs> And weed snacks. Yeah. I'm Sarah. I play Thomason, and she is the spooky. And I'm Sadie. I play Jimmy, and he's no longer the idiot. I, I can't remember what the fuck he's called now. 
You're the expert. The expert. I'm the expert. Wow. God help us. So when we last left you guys, you had been transported into a steampunk version of, what, 1913 Chicago. That sounds correct. Uh, that was run by vampires, technically. Tony Shalhoub. By I mean, uh, to- Tony <laughs> by Shalhoub. By Tony Shalhoub. I mean, I assume real Chicago is also run by vampires, but... I mean, yeah. I thought you were going to say <laughs> run by Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> well, that also. Both things can be true. <laughs> um, and you, Thomason, actually all of you met someone who suspiciously reminded you of Thomason in both appearance and name. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> uh, and she was robbed by, you assume, vampires. And you were brought before Tony Shalhoub, who demanded his $1,000 in 1913 money back, which is a lot of fucking money. And if you do not get the money in two days, you will all have to fight in the pit, which is basically just the WWE for vampires. <laughs> didn't I try and convince them that she didn't have to fight in the pit? Yeah, she doesn't have to, because... Uh, because um, I was yeah, just annoying enough? Pretty much. Um, now I'm basically picturing that first fight with Brad Pitt in that movie that I can't remember the name of. Snatch. Fight Club? Yes. No, Snatch. (laughs) Although Fight Club is not totally incorrect, (laughs) but. So I guess you're fighting Brad Pitt. I haven't really. Well, that's not going to go well. It's not going to go well at all. He is actually a big fighty boy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Even though he has the appearance of a medium sized fighty boy. (laughs) He packs the punch of a big one. Oh, yeah. Ten pounds of fighty he boy broke in a gorgeous George's jaw. Yeah, before his big fight, it was a whole thing. Welcome to the Snatchcast. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I don't the know last if I want to be on a podcast called Snatchcast. <laughs> 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 well, we can get smooth my balls as a, as a sponsor. They really want us to sponsor. <laughs> um. All right. So the very last thing that you guys did, well that happened was Alora said that she had a friend who might be able to help you find the money or who stole the money. Jerry Maguire. Did you say Jerry Maguire? (laughs) Yeah. Show me the money. So that's where we are. So you guys are in the street in the night times in Chicago with the knowledge that there's someone who might be able to help you. Um, so we're going to do the spell. I'm I'm assuming it's a spell. We need to find a person person first. Yeah, you got to find the person, which isn't um, too hard. So um, I assume you, in character, agree that you're going to go see this friend. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, if the alternative is wandering around the streets of Chicago until we find a vampire with money, <laughs> we just rob <laughs> someone else? No. Is that an option? <laughs> no. Well, I already had my weed racket running to get us new clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm going to say, for comedic purposes, cost exactly $1,000. <laughs> That's $10,000 in money. We're in nice clothes. Yeah, it's nice we clothing. look goddamn good. <laughs> but I've already run that racket, so it won't work. So we don't have a loophole to get a new $1,000. Yeah, so we anyway, should probably go find for comedic <laughs> purposes, we definitely had it. <laughs> so, Alora, the Alora key... The one who's definitely, definitely not related to Thomason in any way. No, of course not. No, total coincidence. Despite, despite being a blonde witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she gets you guys on the uh, the streetcar, like the trolley system, which if there isn't a trolley in Chicago, shut the fuck up. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> there is in this version. I was going to say, it's a parallel universe, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so you guys take that trolley, not downtown, to a different part of town, I guess. One that's a little less industrial because you had been uh, minorly kidnapped and transported to this warehouse where the Vampire Fight Club exists. Um, so you, you head to more of like a, a retail kind of nicer area and uh, you stop in front of a little shop that's tucked between, I don't know, a fucking hatter's and a bakery, I guess. It's a haberdashery. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> you're right, but <laughs> I was going to suggest some place that sold cocaine. But... <laughs> uh, I mean, that's is... just a dentist office. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's the early 1900s, so I just The drugstore. Like, the, yeah, yeah, the pharmacy. You get it in your Coca-Cola and at your dentist. I just want to make sure that you guys don't stay at any big hotels run by a guy with a big mustache. Um, That's everybody! All of them. One th- it's the one thing you're not allowed to do. Because this version of Chicago also has an H.H. H. Holmes. That's a different <laughs> mystery, though. So yeah, she leads you into a, a cozy little shop. There are little tables covered with doilies, and there's groups of people sipping various hot beverages. On uh, the middle of each table is a tiered platter with sandwiches and treats. You're in a tea house. Yay! That's very cute. Um, and behind the counter is a tall, lanky, red-headed man who, now that I'm saying it out loud, looks like Eddie Redmayne. Everybody on this podcast is very attractive. I just... <laughs> Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> He's attractive in his own way. <laughs> Tony Shalhoub's got charisma. Exactly. <laughs> um, and he's behind the counter uh, pouring boiling water into a-, a tea kettle. For a second, I thought you meant Tony Shalhoub, and I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, the redheaded yeah, man. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Has his larynx been ripped out by wolves, and so he sounds weird? No, we're not doing gay space wizard for this one. <laughs> That's a niche joke that I'm sure eight people outside of us got. (laughs) Hold on for the Cloud Atlas jokes. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So that's where you guys are. You're in this little tea shop. Is this, is, is this the, I'm going to ask Alora, is this the friend that we're here to meet? Oh, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's Harry. He's, he runs the place. Um, would you guys like some tea? Maybe some, I'd offer sandwiches, but uh, I don't really have, um money so <laughs> i guess no on that offer <laughs> sort of a running issue <laughs> yeah uh so she leads you through the tables up to the the counter and she she waves at this man who doesn't really like he knows someone's there but he can't see them because the hot water from the kettle has fogged up his wire rimmed glasses like all right there there are people here i can i can't see you but i know you're here how can i help you we're looking for money? Aren't we all, sir? But like a big pile of it. Specifically for a person who has taken our money. Sorry, your money. Uh, he <laughs> he wipes off his glasses and he's like, oh, it's it's you and, and friends. Very nice. Um, right. Well, it looks like you're you're looking for one of our specials. So he, he walks down the counter and like pulls up the, the part of it that lets you behind the counter. I can picture it. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Continue. Yep. So he lets you behind the counter and leads you into a, a back room, which it contains a very small kitchen and it smells like fresh cookies. And uh, he leads you past that to a side room where um, he... Um, hold up. <laughs> oh, right, 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 <laughs> I thought you could just go past that. <laughs> oh, that is a four on the dice. 
Uh, it does not smell like cookies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Those cookies were very hot. <clears throat> so roll. <laughs> hmm. Roll one, one d six. Five. Yeah, you burnt the shit out of your tongue. <laughs> it did not stop me. Take one harm. <laughs> wow, right. that's a bad burn. <laughs> yeah, they were very hot, fresh cookies. Did I not specify that they were fresh? They're shortbread, though, so they're very good. All right. Oh, now so I'm hungry. hungry. So he leaves. And those cookies disappeared in the time that it took you guys to go, oh, cookies. And then you look over, and there's just like a whirlwind and just cookie crumbs you, coming Taz? from my beard. Yeah. So you the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> when it comes to cookies, yes. Um, so he leads you to a side room where a cauldron is hanging off of a metal arm off of a, a fire in the fireplace. And there's a wooden table in the middle of the room with a variety of crystals, vials, odds and ends, and a large potted plant uh, whose soil is moving up and down in the pot like it's breathing. No, thank you. No, I don't like it. So once uh, Harry leads you there, he he turns around and he's like, all right, what what did you need? Um, I don't like to discuss this kind of thing in front of the uh, the normal patrons, if you will. So, and Thomason here is going to point to Alora's, she, she got robbed by a vampire. Oh, no. And we want to rob that vampire back. Or yes. just acquire the money that was stolen is really probably the right term. We're not robbing anybody. Robbing is... <laughs> we're the good guys. <laughs> like to regain... Well, uh... <laughs> So he, he picks up a book from a nearby bookshelf and starts leaping through it. And he's like, all right, so you would like to recover a lost belonging. Sure. Is the book he picked up How to Get Your Money Back for Dummies? <laughs> In 1930s version. <laughs> so he, he flips through for a minute and he's like, oh, feel free to, to take a seat. Um, just don't, don't uh, touch Clarence. Um, he's been having a bad day. Who the fuck is Clarence? Is Clarence the plant? Uh, Alora just points at the plant mm. and nods. No. Okay. Thomason is going to sit down on the opposite side of the room. Yes, as far away from the plant as possible. <laughs> he eventually opens up a, a page in this book. And he's like, okay, I think I have something for this. Uh, I have some good news and I have some bad news. <sighs> it's always both. Yep. So the good news is I, I can definitely locate um the the lost money i i can't get it back for you but i can tell you where it is the bad news is that this spell requires a crystal that can only be found in a necklace that i may have lost in a card game so I know where it is, is. It everyone here addicted to gambling also you're all really bad at keeping your shit <laughs> You know, I just kind of, it's not important how I lost it. Um, sometimes you drink a little too much, sometimes you're a little overly confident. And you think that second green Cylon is going to drop, but it doesn't. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm I'm going to need, need that, but um, I, hold on. So we do have to wrap someone. <laughs> well, you're more regaining it. I think I I would say if you lost gambling, that is your fault, and you are responsible for that. You know, fair enough. It's not the same thing as what's happening with her. Uh, it is currently in the possession of a Miss Charity Turner. Oh, she sounds like a peach. She's actually very nice. Uh, we met at at our uh, monthly 
crystal charging group. Um, I hate that I said that. (laughs) I'm the crystal aunt and I wouldn't even say that. I guess the issue is that she's what one would refer to as a society lady, so she can be a little hard to get to. Well, we're dressed very fine. I was going to say, we are dressed to impress. And he is very persuasive. And Buddy should probably take off the hat that's on top of his hat. Probably. Because it doesn't, in fact, make him double fancy. (laughs) Yeah, that's just putting a hat on a hat. It is. (laughs) I know that they're they're hiring staff, um, but there may also be some sort of event happening this evening so i mean that's as far as i can get you on that as soon as you get that necklace i can cast the spell no problem but i will be needing that uh so elaborate heist matt gala heist (laughs) (laughs) um it's it's a silver necklace and it has a black and red stone in the center um kind of like a an opal with the red flex if you will Sounds spooky. And she'd be like, for sure wearing it, or she would like have it hidden somewhere. See, that's what I don't know. <sighs> we don't talk a lot. That sounds Outside weird. of your I, crystal charging club. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, it sounded weird how I said it, but. Say, <laughs> so is this like a breakup gun bat or something? Like, No, no. You think, I, I own a tea shop, ma'am. Listen, Sir. there's maybe some uptown girl sort of situation going on. You don't know. You don't know who Billy Joel is yet. You just hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you mean the fine composer William Joseph? <laughs> <laughs> the first time in his life Jimmy's ever liked classical music? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is Jimmy a big Billy Joel fan? Who isn't? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Huey. Listen, Billy Joel is great. <laughs> Tell me you don't like Billy Joel. <laughs> You know, for the longest time, slaps pretty hard. Exactly. So yeah, that's the information that I have for you. Um, good luck, and uh, I guess don't die. Oh, we make no promises there. Well, so far none of us has died yet. I've come very yet. Close. Well, yeah, we've definitely been at the door several times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do we have an address for this lady, or? Oh yeah. Um, and he writes down an address for you. Is it in a very swanky part of town? I mean, you wouldn't know, but yes. <laughs> Neck out heist, I guess. <laughs> it was the Kate Blanchett. I don't know. I'm definitely the Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> I would take you as more the Aquafina. <laughs> or maybe it's more of that episode of Supernatural where Dean goes to the fancy party and Sam gets felt up by the old lady. The one with the painting? <sighs> the painting or like the pirate ship? Mm, I remember that one. Yeah. It's during the good seasons. Yes, exactly. Well, we were already dressed for it, so check. Actually, everyone, roll plus cool. Oh, no. Eight. Six. Twelve. Damn. My yeah. two hats. Buddy is cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, buddy, you look pretty good. Uh, Thomason. Pretty good. <laughs> Thomason, you're... Probably a little overdressed for most occasions. Good. And, uh, Jimmy, your shirt got ripped when you were, uh, being manhandled by vampires. (laughs) So, yeah, you guys are dressed like that. (laughs) He did also mention that they were hiring. Yes, we could do that. Um, so let's go to the place 
and then we'll see if they'll hire me because clearly I'm no longer fancily dressed. You're acceptable. It's you just, look like a street urchin. Yeah. <laughs> Better get your newspapers. <laughs> Extra, extra, read all about it. Oh man, can we just go and be newsies and earn the thousand dollars back that way? It would take forever. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, it didn't really work out for Christian Bale. I can't imagine it's gonna work out for you. <laughs> and he actually could dance. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the newsies. Okay, so you guys are gonna head over there, and Jimmy is gonna be the one trying to uh, well, I, be employed. I feel like a two pronged approach would be helpful. Okay. So if the fancy people, yeah. double hats and the fancy dress, try and go to the event, <laughs> and then Jimmy tries to work the event, we have both sides covered. We've, we've got it covered. We can, yeah. yeah I've watched many a heist years. movie. Bring it on. Bring it on was not a heist movie. I have watched six <laughs> seasons of Halloween heists. Let's go. <laughs> um. Okay, so Jimmy, yeah, it's it's a large, like brownstone i guess it it definitely gives off too fancy for you vibes so are you gonna approach solo probably okay there's a large knocker on the front i'm just picturing scrooge's house from muppet christmas carol so that's probably not helpful (laughs) not really (laughs) because the knocker does not look like statler or waldorf (laughs) let's say it's shaped like a bird oh man Okay, I knock on the door with the knocker, because, you know, it's there. A very stout, short man in a uh, butler's outfit opens the door, and uh, he he looks down at you, literally, because height differential between the front of the house and where you're standing, but also figuratively looks down on oh, you. Of <laughs> and he's like, yes. Cage your roofy dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to do Niles from the nanny, but I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just Droopy it's Dog. Droopy Dog. Now I'm imagining him with like the big jowls. Yeah, <laughs> like like Nigel from um, Princess and the Frog. <laughs> A little. <laughs> I was told you might be hiring help for an event. Gotta figure out what I'm actually gonna do for this character's voice because I feel like I've <laughs> no go droopy dog. dog. Words, yeah. Yeah. You can, you can. We believe in you. Droopy dog. Droopy dog. Droopy dog. Droopy dog. Nope. I keep psyching myself out. Um, <laughs> do you have uh, qualifications, sir? Uh, I can carry things and lift things. Most people bring a resume, but... Don't have a resume. (laughs) You should have definitely just flexed right then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't have a resume, but I do have these. (laughs) I don't remember asking for tickets to the gun show, sir. (laughs) I'm gonna need you to roll manipulate someone. Is that less cool? Yeah. Ah, that might be plus charm. That's plus charm, sorry. Before we see the outcome of that, can I say that Buddy gave him some coaching beforehand to give the help out action? And if I roll well, then he gets a plus one to it? I guess people do believe you. They do. Yeah, that's kind of my whole thing. It's very persuasive. 
I rolled very well, so yeah, he gets a plus one. Okay. That's helpful, because I got a six. <laughs> you got a seven? I got a seven with the plus one, yes. <laughs> um, We will consider giving you the position if you uh, do a sort of working audition for us. I can do that. God, what is this voice? <laughs> no, but I'm loving uh, it. <laughs> this will be unpaid. Uh, for the next hour and a half, you will uh, assist our cleaning staff in tidying the manor, and if you are deemed worthy, uh, you will have the position of working the event this evening as a uh, a waiter. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, right this way, sir. Um, so he walks you in and waves over a, uh, I don't know, a dude in a lesser butler's outfit. <laughs> um, uh, what is the terminology from Downton Abbey? I don't remember. I was trying to remember. We're seeing it. It's like a. There's like a an under butler. Butler. Under butler. Under butler. That sounds right. I don't know if that is right, but it sounds right. Really. Yeah. Under but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are all adults. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he hands you off to an under butler named Roy, um, who hands you a feather duster and a rag and walks you around in a cute maid's outfit. <laughs> and you guys do do the cleaning, I guess. Um, How does one clean a manor house? I'm trying to you dust, I guess. There's a lot of dusting, some silver polishing. Uh, so roll. We're gonna do roll investigate a mystery. I swapped out my dice because it's not been nice to me. Oh, that's much better. Investigate a mystery. That's an eight. Nope, that's a ten because investigate it. Yeah, ten. I'm good. That's fine. <laughs> um. So for a ten, you just choose how you're going to find this necklace and kind of use that information, and it will go as planned. But you have to describe it. Okay. I am going to dust my way along to where I'm assuming this person's. Where Charity's room bedroom is, because you know that has to be clean too. Because even if they catch me, I can just—they'll catch me and tell me that it's her room. So then I'll know where it is. Um, I'm just—I'm just gonna keep opening doors under the guise of cleaning. Oh, cleaning. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, just with your little like feather duster. Yeah. Just you know feather dustering <laughs> away. Yeah. So you're on the the second floor of this house, and um, there there are uh, three bedrooms. Uh, one is obviously the the main, the large bedroom, and you can tell it belongs to um, someone who's who's kind of older, mm -hmm. well, a couple who is older. Uh, one belongs to a small boy, and the other one belongs to a woman of some age. Uh, it's very hard to tell back in the in those days, yeah. but probably a, a younger woman. Um, and that's the last one that you open. Is there like a vanity of some kind? Uh, yes, and there are cosmetics and perfumes and like a jewelry box on it can i investigate the jewelry box yes go ahead and roll act under pressure the seven dice are not being very okay. nice to me today um so you are rooting around pretending to dust the vanity and you know you pick up bottles you dust under them um and you see the the jewelry box and as you start to open it you hear someone come in behind you Oh dear. I stop touching the jewelry box immediately and step away from the vanity and just continue dusting. <laughs> you don't say anything to the person who came in? I will, like, look over my shoulder and, depending on gender, say, sorry, ma'am, or sir, I'll be out of your way. Yeah, it's a 
older teenage girl, just pretty generic Blair Waldorf looking <laughs> lady. <laughs> uh, sorry, miss. I'll be out of your I'll be out of your way in just a second. Um, she stares at you for a minute. It's like I don't think I recognize you. I'm. Uh, Are you new? I'm new. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I'm here on a trial basis. So. Oh. Oh well, that's nice. Um. Yes, I would prefer that you. I like I. My maid will will dust my things. That's fine. You can you can leave, please. Uh, yes, we'll we'll do, Miss. Uh, uh, Charity. Nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Miss Turner, actually. But my name is James, and he hates to say his name, but he figures James is better than Jimmy. <laughs> now I have that song from James and the Giant Peach stuck in my head. <laughs> uh, so she nods and like gives you the little like shoe hands. Jimmy shoes. Like, run along. He, he runs along. <laughs> Does she have... She's not, like, wearing the necklace by any chance. She's not wearing the necklace, but you know, there's but one jewelry box in her room, yeah. so... Alright, well, I know where the jewelry box is, and I know which one she is, so if it's not in the jewelry box, then we'll watch for her. Yeah, you go through the rest of the hour um, on a trial basis, uh, roll... I don't know, roll generic and plus... Less cool, I guess. There isn't really... I guess that would technically be act under pressure. Why is that the thing that's better? That's a nine. <laughs> you miss a couple spots when you're polishing the silver, but they're generally um, okay with your performance. And quite honestly, they're, you know, short for staff. So you got the job. You are instructed to return at 5 p.m. Cool, 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 cool. I will do that. Got a little tight, aren't we? Don't we have like 48 hours? Yeah. So you'll have uh, about a day after this okay. party to, to figure okay. it out that makes sense got it yeah it'll be less than 24 hours because i would assume that you were threatened with the pit at like you know 10 o'clock at night fair okay peak peak vampiring hour <laughs> of course but of course i would imagine yes okay cool um i go back to wherever these guys have been hanging out at bar august having having a soda <laughs> having a coke <laughs> having a little yeah. coke i don't know if this is when soda fountains were a thing probably I think Buddy has probably realized that deep dish style Chicago pizza hasn't been invented yet. Oh, no. And is currently attempting to invent it, but it's just making a weird meat pie. I was going to say completely inconsolable, but that actually tracks. <laughs> Having had deep dish pizza, I would also be inconsolable. Deep dish pizza is not that good as well. Oh, it's delicious. It's so uh, good. Too much sauce. No. It's too much so sauce. Good. Mm. You're so wrong. many toppings. It's sauce okay, is though. the worst part of the pizza. Whoa. Wow. I don't like pasta that much either. <sighs> Moving like cheese and bread. That are the I forgot part. you don't like <laughs> pasta and now I'm just questioning yeah, everything. I don't understand how you don't like pasta. <laughs> I like filled pasta like ravioli and if there's like good stuff in like there's that pasta at the restaurant that's stuffed with like blue cheese and has the pears and the nuts. Oh yeah, that one was really good. Yeah. That does anyway. good. So yeah, you guys are hanging out, Jimmy. You go you're going back to report? Yes. Okay. I report. <laughs> so, great. So, all we gotta do is show up to the party and uh, act fancy not, long enough not for one of us to... Though. Just a little bit fancy. Yeah. Buddy can over-fancy it as a distraction uh, while you guys run around and do real sneaking. Uh, Alora, who's sitting there quietly listening to your plan, uh, pipes up and is like, you don't have an invitation. 
Oh, we could probably magic one up real quick. We also very yeah, rarely get invited places. We just show up and he talks us I in. I don't think Thomason's powers include calligraphy. We don't know until <laughs> Well, we I mean, J- we've got Jimmy in the house. All he's got to do is let us in the back door. True. Yeah. yeah, true. And then you just have to pretend like you belong there for long enough to find the necklace and get the fuck out. Yeah. Piece of cake. What could go wrong? Oh, why would you say that out loud? <laughs> it's us. Everything could go wrong. <laughs> And Buddy has kind of gone glazy-eyed over thinking about how many pieces of cake are going to be at the party. And all the cheese. There'll be so much cheese. Rich people love cheese. I mean, I don't think we're even going to need to, like, engineer Buddy making a scene. I think he will just make a scene. I'm unfortunately picturing that uh, episode of Archer where they pretended to be having a fancy dinner party and Thomason is Cheryl. (laughs) 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 Your plan is basically to have Jimmy sneak you in. Through the back door, and then question mark, and then Buddy will make a scene. J- and yeah. Jimmy people. Jimmy draws up a quick map of where he was, like where he, like what he remembers of the house. Yeah, I can just make a scene at like the opposite side of the room that people could need to look at to see you guys sneaking around to the exactly back part of the house. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, roll plus sharp to see how accurate that map is. Nine plus two, eleven. Jimmy was a cartographer in a former life, I guess. (laughs) It's a very detailed map. (laughs) Jimmy has sketched out a full blueprint of the house. (laughs) Including, like, hidden rooms. Like, engineering quality. (laughs) Like, you could literally give this to a carpenter and he'd build a house. This is is gonna be my... I've got, like, the full electrical plan and everything. This will be my trade if we get stuck here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is what Jimmy should have done. (laughs) Had he not had a terrible childhood, <laughs> this is what he would have done. Uh, do you guys have anything that you want to do in the day leading up to... Can we try and fix my shirt so it's not ripped? Uh, yes. Um, yeah, Alora will take you back to, to her house where her and her um, existing brother... <laughs> that's weird. Her leftover brother? Her non-lost-in-an-interdimensional-void... Question mark brother, where where they live? It's it's fine, it's not super fancy. Like it's very shabby. Definitely has the air of two people who lost their parents who can't really pay the bills. Yeah. Is it a little bit like the bucket household? Of, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not four grandparents in bed together, I mean. so like that's good. <laughs> but yeah, it's not nice. It's not shitty. You could tell that they probably had an okay amount of money at some point. Cool, cool, cool. Can um, Thomason go snooping and look around for, like, family photographs or things of that nature? Roll investigate a mystery. Well, uh, that's an eight, I guess. Not as bad. Uh, yeah, you get, you get one, one question for me. Oh, boy. Um, okay. None of the actual investigate a mystery questions. Uh, relevant. I, those are all monster based. We're trying a new yeah. thing. <laughs> um, see, I don't know the question to ask is the issue. I have my well, suspicions. Well, you said you were looking for stuff. So, like, what were you expecting to find? Yeah, I think there's one of the questions that's something along the lines of like, where did it go? And you can or like, what's use hidden that. here? Where or? is the picture? I want to know where they keep like their family photo albums. Do they have photo albums? It's like the 1930s. <laughs> Yeah, that's not... Yeah, what is being concealed here? Yeah, there you go. Photo albums. 
I can do what is being concealed here for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so while Alora is fixing uh, Jimmy's shirt and Buddy is, I don't know, having a snack, uh, Sebastian, <laughs> Alora's brother, is... He went to work as a newsie, I guess. Um, <laughs> he's... I don't know. He's like 15 or 16, so prime... Prime newsie prime, age. And he probably works in a factory now. Yeah, he's been working in a factory for the last, I don't know, 10 years? Yeah. All right. He works at the local coal mine. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he said the first thing that came to mind. He works at the local, like, dry goods store. Coal mine. Didn't see. Didn't pull. You know, those coal mines in the middle of Chicago. Yeah. He's got the old black lung. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you both went Zoolander, and I'm yeah. so proud. <laughs> you would think it was, like, timed <laughs> the way. So he goes to his non-coal mine job of, like, packaging up sugar and buttons for people. Sugar and buttons? At the local- <laughs> In the same package? The dry goods store. <laughs> I'm basing this mostly off that one scene from Stardust at the beginning of the movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so he's off at work. Um, so, Thomason, you are poking around while everyone is busy. Yes, and, I'm snooping. Um, you go into what was, it still is the study, but it's a very cramped room with, with books and a, a desk. You're looking at the at the bookshelves, like, maybe trying to find, like, a family Bible or something. Yeah, like the good old family tree. Yeah. You don't find a Bible, but on the desk is a vaguely Bible-sized book. Uh, it is... Brown leather bound with, like, one of those, like, locks on it. The lock is undone. Weird. And it doesn't have any writing on the front. But you feel like this is an important an important thing because it's out and it, it looks like, you know, someone went to the trouble of, of putting one of those locking mechanisms on it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what you got. Can I open it? Yes. You, you open to the first page and it says um hold please that's a weird thing to say (laughs) (laughs) okay so you open the front page and it says uh property of uh that's also a very bad name wow (laughs) are you just like on a fantasy name generator or literally fantasy name generators uh it says property of constant sawyer and uh you know that you have a great 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 grandma constance uh but you've never met her obviously because that's a lot of greats yeah that would be wild but your um your your grandfather on your uh father's side that's how that works um has mentioned her once or twice hmm and has alora said what the name of the missing brother is maybe no she hasn't do i have it though we'll see Okay, I don't think I'm going to get this from the book, but I want to go to Alora. She's fixing Jimmy's shirt. That's what I got. Like, she has Jimmy, arms out, you know, stitching some... I don't know how to fix shirt. I mean, I do know how to fix shirts, but... Doing the sewing. Is it literally on his she's body? I feel like it would be easier if it wasn't on my body, but... It's not on Jimmy, so I guess Jimmy is shirtless, just That's sitting, great. like, <laughs> eating a oh, sandwich. Man service. <laughs> For this this audio media. A little fan service for anybody. People can imagine. Who has a thing for, like, Huey from... Just scars <laughs> everywhere. With lots of scars, yes. 
It's like the Witcher, but deflated. But the sandwich is a really sexy sandwich. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> He's really enjoying this. Like, Buddy made the sandwich, and he was like, this is a good sandwich. I imagine Buddy makes really good sandwiches, because, you know. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. And Buddy is eating a pile of 13 of those sandwiches. So, yes, Jimmy and Buddy are eating this poor, struggling family in a house and home. I brought it in my camera bag. Fine. Okay. <laughs> you don't think I travel with the makings of at least 35 sandwiches? Yeah, that seems believable. It really does. <laughs> One of the best things I saw at Disneyland was when we were in line for Alice in Wonderland, and this, like, grandpa starts pulling sandwiches out of a backpack and passing them down the line. <laughs> they are from the Midwest. <laughs> you would see that a lot at you Wonderland, the sandwiches too. in their hotel room. Uh, that's cute. Okay, so yeah, that's where, uh, that's where Laura is. She's fixing a shirt. And are Jimmy and Buddy in the room? Sorry. Are they yeah, we're eating somewhere on the other side of the house? <laughs> Yeah, I assume just in the kitchen. There's like just four standing rooms at the counter. in the whole house. So okay, so yeah, they're they're nearby. All right. Um, Thomason is going to go up to Alora and very casually just kind of like show her the book. Oh, great! So I've been looking through your shit. This is what I found. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, I was bored. I thought it was a book. I was going to read it. Um, it is a book. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an interesting book. It's not. <laughs> Your books. Did you even open the book or you just saw that it was property of Constance Sawyer? <laughs> you don't even know what's in it. I open it up to the first page and, you know, I'm psychic. I just know these things. <laughs> uh, who Who's Constance Sawyer? Uh, that's my um, great. How many greats do you have to remove there? Nope, that's my grandmother. Sorry. I was actually ah. just going to make the joke of it's your great mother, as in grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> it's my great mother. Uh, no, that's 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 my uh, grandmother's um, um, spell book. Please, please be careful. That's the only thing she left me. Oh, oh, that's what this is. Okay, uh, interesting. Um, is she your great 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 grandmother? I'm not asking this I in, mean, in in character. I just <laughs> uh, is who? Laura. No, because of how last names work. Wait, what? I'm going to guess that missing brother is a great-great-grandfather. Isn't she a Laura I mean, Key? Yeah, I figured that out, like, right away. Not at the liberty <laughs> to discuss that. Uh, <laughs> you see, it's funny, because I had a great-great-great-great-something. Um, it's just two greats. I can't keep track. Look. Um, Buddy chimes in real quick. I had a great sandwich. No, it's great-great-great-grandmother named Constance. Yes. Um, I just think it's it's you know it's 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 kind of funny because like your last name is Key and you have a grandmother named Constance and my last name is Key and I have something great grandmother named Constance. Your last name is Key. You never told her that, did you? You guys literally <laughs> never introduced yourselves to her. But I was gonna. I don't think. In our defense, we don't introduce ourselves to anyone. <laughs> I mean, ever. we used to when we had badges. I just assumed. <laughs> Oh, well, this makes this conversation way more awkward than it was already. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> An awkward turtle. I want to and- say that Buddy and Jimmy both start just audibly laughing yeah. and spitting up sandwich. <laughs> because she said. you know they've just been watching her just silently being like, the fuck is she doing right now? 
But he starts choking on a pick for a <laughs> second. <laughs> like a Jimmy goes, I thought I was bad at talking to people. <laughs> like, oh, I, I just figured your last name was, was Key because you said that your last name was also... Um, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean anything. It's just, I think it's a funny coincidence. That's all. Oh, yeah. I, I suppose it is. Um, I mean... Yeah, I mean, for, we're from different uh, d- dimensions, so... Yeah, it, it's probably some, you know, alternate thing. Um, you said you had a brother, right? Another brother. A different one than the Cole one. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mind Cole. <laughs> he packages up flour and buttons. <laughs> it was sugar and buttons. I was like, oh. <laughs> now he dabbles in flour, too? The story has a lot of holes in it. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't keep a straight face anymore. <laughs> um, roll manipulate someone. Well, boy, howdy, that's a 10. <laughs> that was the most Midwestern you ever sounded. <laughs> that's not even a Midwestern thing. Have you provided a Snickers salad to, to share with the class? No, but I will be making that grape salad, for grape butterfinger salad for your wedding. Oh my god. Well, that doesn't fit in the theme at all. How are you going to get it on the plane? <laughs> They will not. I think it's illegal to transport that much. I assume either mayonnaise or whipped cream. <laughs> cool Whip. Cool Whip yeah. and sour cream. No, no What the was, fuck is that about? No, it was not Cool Whip. It was cream cheese and sour cream. That's not better. And a bunch of grapes. And then you crush up Butterfingers and sprinkle it over the top. It's a Butterfinger salad. That's not a salad. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the argument we've been having for the last 10 years. <laughs> Roll to manipulate your great-great-grandmother. So she looks like she doesn't really want to discuss it, but since you've asked and she's nice and you're helping her, um, she nods and she said, uh, yeah, I had uh, an older brother named Harrison uh, who um, disappeared a few few years ago. Harrison? Yeah, that's your grandfather's name. Is it? Okay. I was going to ask if I happened to recognize that. I just made up her family uh, <laughs> For my own purposes, so uh, to be enjoy- fair, I don't know if I went past like my parents' names when I was doing backstory, so y- that was up to you. Um, yes, yeah, so I didn't was- go past my own name when I was doing backstory. I came up with your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, you know that you have a grandfather, Harrison Key, who uh, became very religious. He is the reason why your parents were very religious, um, or at least your father. So he was uh, not super big on the witchcraft. Interesting. So it's, I mean, that's funny because my grandpa's name was Harrison, but he really was not into magic. Like, really, really not into magic. (laughs) Huh. Um, I mean, a lot of folks aren't. It's still kind of weird here. I mean, you can have vampires running around all over the place, but, you know, God forbid you cast a spell. (laughs) The best part of this is just Jimmy and Buddy just silently watching this whole thing going down. <laughs> I hope you're leaving yes. in all these silences. <laughs> just, just, just like eating. Just like hunched over the counter, just not breaking eye contact with either of them, just watching yes. intensely. <laughs> silently munching sandwiches. Cut into perfect little triangles, too. Well, yeah, it, British style, where it's just yeah. a tray of sandwiches. Um, I'm wearing very fancy clothes. I have to eat very fancy sandwiches. All right. <laughs> And your brother, he disappeared. Yes, we, we, I did. We've covered uh, Just cover that, yes. <laughs> did, I've already forgotten everything you've said. 
Oh my god. <laughs> this is me talking not to us. What do you need clarified on? Um, no, I don't need anything clarified. I'm just incapable of making words today. Clearly. <laughs> you don't think that, I mean, that'd be crazy, right? Well, boy, howdy. I, uh, haven't really... <laughs> no. <laughs> I... I mean, I don't know what your definition of, of crazy would be. You drove in here in a... in a weird machine and saved me from a vampire who stole money. So, you know, it's a relative term, I, I believe. I mean, that's all fairly standard to me. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Also, one of your teammates is a Bigfoot. <laughs> but he goes, who? Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for, forget about it. it I, I'm just thinking a lot. Forget about it. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know if this is anything, but... <laughs> um, okay. Do you guys have anything else you want to do outside of, outside of this? Weird conversation. conversation. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, Buddy already invented deep dish pizza and had many sandwiches, so his day is perfect. Jimmy got a job. <laughs> 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 his first real job. Aw. His first job that but doesn't involve job. killing anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know what kind of house this is. <sighs> We get in the house and it is the Vampire Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys spend the rest of the day, I don't know what they did for fun, listening to the radio and sitting around the fire. Imagine pitching deep dish pizza to the local <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> Buddy, roll manipulate someone. My specialty. I'm going to use these dice. They're not very good dice. But that's still a nine. Okay, buddy, you go to a local restaurant um, <laughs> that you can tell is run by um, Italian immigrants, and uh, you pitch them this idea, and they're they're very unsure. So um, they said that they'd give it a shot if they could try it first. So uh, they basically do what that place did for Jimmy and like unleash you into the kitchen, <laughs> and you have to make a deep dish pizza. So roll, act under pressure. Ooh. And, uh, Thomason and Jimmy, you can feel free to help out if you think that's actually going to do anything. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, hell yeah, that's a 12. You don't need me. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, Thomason and Jimmy just have, like, some breadsticks while... <laughs> this is a great day for Jimmy. I <laughs> Honestly, this has been, like, a very nice day. Maybe a cannoli. Other than the part where you were being threatened by a vampire that's boss? That's pretty standard, though, like... <laughs> That was yesterday. Yeah. Okay. I haven't been shot at or stabbed to eat. So, Jimmy, you managed... Not Jimmy. Uh, buddy, you managed to pull together a personal-sized deep-dish pizza using ingredients that are are in this restaurant. Uh, yeah, I imagine it's probably fucking fantastic. Because Buddy is very familiar with how a deep-dish pizza is constructed. <laughs> and he is in a kitchen... That of Italian immigrants, which I assume there's just all of like the best like already brewing like spaghetti sauce that I could use and all sorts of and, things. Like, fresh ingredients. Yeah, uh, there's and... a good red sauce. Yeah. Uh, they make their own mozzarella. Oh yeah. Um. So you make them. It's kind of a like a traditional flavors because it is the 1913s. We don't have yeah. uh, pizza quite like that. 
Uh, but you do manage to make them a pizza, and they are very impressed with it. Hold on. No, I want matching dice. Oh, I have two sets of the strawberry shortcake, not the trolls. <laughs> I saw the dice roll. No, I know. That was... It was me rolling for them kind of like a a saving roll. <laughs> <laughs> they rolled a three. Um, they are very impressed. Um, and they they put it on the menu. You have invented deep just pizza. Huzzah. Yeah! Now time to write The Empire Strikes Back. I imagine that they did shoot down the idea to call it Buddy Pie. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Pie is my favorite Beatles song. Um... That was only a little fun. <laughs> Not my best work. All right. So you guys are ready to do this. This thing it is 5 p.m. Jimmy, you are due at work. Um, Thomason and Buddy, you have about an hour for the party starts. So uh, enact your plan, and I will fill in the gaps when needed. Alora will not be going because people kind of know who she is. <laughs> she would draw attention. Uh, Jimmy goes to work. Uh, I assume they will tell me what to do when I get there. Yeah, they um, hand you a platter and uh, with some crudite canapes. Yeah, I don't know what kind of um, what kind of stuff they'd be serving. I mean, hopefully, walnut custard yeah. goat cheese because that shit sounds bomb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jimmy gets the tray of walnut crusted goat cheese. Uh, so yeah, Jimmy, you're walking around. Yes, um, serving people. Do things. I see Charity? Yeah. Uh, yes, she is um, very dressed up. She is talking to other young ladies. Uh, she is wearing a silver necklace with a large red and black stone. And, uh, Jimmy, roll me... Manipulate someone. Oh, plus charm. We're gonna go with that. I have no charm. This is the problem. Well, yeah, but... I mean, that's a no- it's still a nine. You're an okay waiter. I mean, people are doing better. Like, sometimes you forget to go refill your tray. Or someone is, like, motioning for you to come over so they can grab something, but you don't see them. So. I mean, it's his first job. He's trying. <laughs> his first job ever? His first job that is not a, like, go shoot a werewolf job, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well you don't know what later. this job entails yet. Well, so far, he hasn't been asked to shoot a werewolf, so. <laughs> we'll see if it comes up. Okay, Jimmy, or uh, Buddy and Thomason. What do you do? We sneak around the back and wait at the back door for Jimmy to come let us in. Yeah. Uh, roll, act under pressure, everybody. Twelve. Uh, eight. Buddy? Ten. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, you managed to sneak past to the back door uh, kitchen and open it to let them in. Uh, buddy, somehow you get in without anyone seeing you. Thomason? My second hat just hid me perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> uh thomason uh one of the other uh waiters sees you come in and looks at you very suspiciously and you can tell that he's kind of looking for someone to alert to this problem so you guys are now under time consuming I mean, also the issue is that she's wearing the fucking necklace oh that is not helpful no. buddy go charm the nice lady bad none of you <sighs> too bad none of you have magic powers or anything i was be. hey i was I was just about to say, change of plans, buddy. You still make a scene. I will get the necklace. And buddy could, I'll spill a glass of wine on her dress so she has to go change. You don't take your necklace off when you change. Well, yeah, but you don't change in the middle of the room where everybody is either. And we know where her bedroom is. 
No, no, I can get the necklace without her noticing. Maybe. (laughs) Just don't worry. Just make sure she's very distracted. (laughs) Buddy, what do you do? Describe your plan and then we'll have you roll, uh, act under pressure. Or, no, manipulate someone, I think, for this one. Actually, we'll we'll, we'll see what your plan is and then we'll determine based on that. (laughs) So what's your plan? Uh, my plan is to just go to the food table and just start, like, I think I'm gonna, like, full Jim Carrey it in, uh, uh, Ace Ventura. Uh, Ace Ventura. The only concern with this is that when fancy people are, like, aghast, they clutch at pearls. So, like, <laughs> she might cl- clutch her, her necklace. Well, don't give Emily that idea. <laughs> I, no, I think that's just a figure of speech, though. <laughs> I mean, people usually put their hand to their chest and, like... Yeah, that's fair. So Buddy's plan is to put... Which Ace Ventura? Uh, when Nature Calls. Oh, so the, the asparagus in the mouth. Yeah, except okay. I imagine okay. it's more of, like, oh, like little like pieces of ham with, like, cream cheese rolled around it. Like So hungry. Like, Are they at a basement church wedding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's a delicacy in this universe. You don't know. (laughs) Is there also a pickle wrapped in it? Yeah. How do you know? (laughs) How do you spell hors d'oeuvres? With an H. H H O R. G. Hour. It's like hour. Dwarves. Hour dwarves. Then I found a menu. (laughs) Does not take Buddy an hour to eat them, though. I have to join this fucking mailing list to look at this. That's a bad website. Bacon um, encased water chestnuts. That sounds gross. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like water chestnuts don't have much of a flavor. Like so, <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, I don't fucking know, man. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Should I roll a dice to see how well this goes, and then start doing stuff? From yeah. There? So for this, since you're not charming people, shrimp tartlets. I believe. Okay. Um. I think this is going to be an act under pressure. If you had decided okay. to do like a little song and dance number to get everyone's <laughs> attention, that would have been manipulate someone. Well, luckily my manipulate and act under pressure are both plus three because Buddy is a super cool guy. Mm. He is. He is. He is. Uh, that's a nine. So it goes all right. Okay. Unless I can get a help from Thomason. I gotta concentrate. This is on Jimmy. I oh, yeah. I don't know how, but... I mean, I gotta... Knock over a table. I got a ten, so... Put, push a well-dressed lady into the... That'll bring me up to a ten. Alright, well, since it's now a ten, um, everyone is looking at you. No one knows what to do. They're too horrified to call in, like... Yeah, it's just a lot of weird voices, a lot of, like, tipping of the second hat, my top hat, if you will. (laughs) Oh, no. I think Emily right now is taking off the ring. (laughs) If it wasn't so pretty, she knew what she was going to say. We have said worse stuff before. Um, so yeah, Thomason, you are clear to do what you need to do, but you are still going to have to roll, well, I guess, use yes. magic. Yeah, so I want to do a use magic to psychically remove the necklace from around Charity's neck. Okay. Um, and that's a 10. Okay, so f- it, for the new method um, from Toma Mysteries, on a 10, uh, you move it, 
and you choose two options from this list and mark one harm. On me or her? Yep, on you. Oh, okay. Because you're still the spooky, so your your magic does come from a place that uh, kind of hurts you when you use it. Got it. Okay. Um, actually, sorry, I forgot to take certain things into an account. You don't mark one harm, but you notice that it doesn't hurt this time, and that's weird. Because usually you at least get a headache when you use your powers. Yes. Okay. okay. Um. So what are the two effects? I don't have that in front of me. Okay, so the options are something is held fast, something is hurt, something catches fire, you can fling something bigger than a person, you keep it under your control, and you suffer one less harm. So I assume you keep it under your control and suffer one less harm. Correct. All right, so yeah, the necklace, um, what does this look like, actually? I imagine it just kind of lifts slightly off of her neck and unclasps and slowly floats back into Thomas and Sand. Okay. Um, roll act under pressure for me. I'll explain why in a second. Uh, nine. Okay. So you're, you're doing this and this is kind of invasive because it's uh, attached to her. Um, while the spell does what you want it to, as you're pulling it off her neck, um, it's kind of the, the chain drags on her shoulder and she, she feels that and goes to like, to brush it. And she catches something kind of floating out of the corner of her eye. So she turns around and um, you are going to act under pressure again to see if you can. Buddy is grab real it. quick going to bend over and start playing trumpet out oh of his butt. God. <laughs> Buddy, <laughs> Buddy, you roll act under pressure then. <laughs> That's an eight. It's not my best performance. <laughs> Um, okay, so for an eight, everyone looks at you, uh, but you see a big guy who looks like he's probably whatever the old-timey word for security is uh, he- heading towards you. He has a rather official-looking mustache. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, like, suspenders on and, you know. I attempt to throw a, a piece of hors d'oeuvre under his foot so he slips and falls over. Roll kick some ass? <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, it's a nine um yeah you do that and he slips and and takes one arm i think i'm supposed to also take harm too so maybe he like hits the table and the table hits me yeah <laughs> he slips he falls on the table the table kind of like flips up and hits you in the face <laughs> as it's on its way up. <laughs> so food is flying everywhere. You guys have caused a scene. Your cover's blown. Um, and buddy, you take. But everybody's off. looking my direction and not the direction of necklace or Thomason. Yeah. So Thomason, you now are in possession of the necklace. But you guys need to probably get out of there soon. Let's immediately um, leave. <laughs> yeah. Do we have like a secret sign for "Let's get the fuck out of here"? Yeah, it's someone saying "Let's get the fuck out of here." <laughs> uh, so everyone, roll act under pressure. Nine. Eight. Five. Thomason. All right. So you guys are headed out Scooby-Doo style, just running in the pack. <laughs> uh, Thomason, you slip on a piece of uh, watercress <laughs> and fall and uh, hit your head. So take Can we help her up? 
Yeah, that's going to be protect someone at this point because the security guy is getting up and he is heading towards you. And Buddy's going to, like, after saying this, try to get in the way of the security guard. I got an 11 to protect someone, so. Okay, so one of the uh, results for a 10 on protect someone is that you can um, inflict harm on an enemy or hold an enemy back. Um, So if you want to, like, smack him or something, I would have... Yeah, you can trip him. Buddy, what did you roll? Uh, Not good. I rolled a six. Okay, so uh, Buddy, he reaches for you. So you failed it. And he's about to grab on Thomason, but since Jimmy rolled well, you trip him. He falls again, and you guys uh, scurry out. So congratulations. You are now in possession of this necklace that you need to do the spell. And that's that's where we're going to end for today. Um, (laughs) We did it. This might be a four-parter, because we're trying some new stuff, but... There was... We got a necklace. There was also... That we can now, sell can for $1,000? I was going to say, can we just pawn this? <laughs> it's not a $10,000 necklace. Its value is mostly sentimental and mm. magical. <laughs> uh, annoying. Okay. Well, that was fun. I didn't uh, outline as much stuff as I usually did, so everybody's kind of just winging it. Uh, it's going a lot better than it did in the first episode. Well, that was not a good day <laughs> for anybody, so... Thanks, pharmaceutical yeah. grade meth. I think we were all having an off day that day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the episode turned out fine. Um, Thomason's really going through some shit. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, but we'll find out more on that, and we'll find out who took the money, hopefully. Um, if it was we- Jerry Maguire. I don't think Tom Cr- Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. yeah. The little action man also did a sports movie. Wasn't Jerry Maguire? That's Jerry O'Connell. Never mind. Uh, right? Jerry. The guy from, St- the guy from Stand By Jerry- Me? That Jerry married O'Connell. To- yeah. Married from Rebecca Romaine. The... Yep. Okay. <laughs> Currently married to Rebecca Romaine? Uh, I think so. Okay. Yeah, because she was married to John. She was Stamos Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Why we know these things? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> we grew up in the 2000s, Sarah. Rebecca that was Romaine. Sadie. We grew up in the. 2000s. I mean, it's still <laughs> accurate. <laughs> they are still married. They have two children. One of whom is named Dolly. Aww. Dolly McConnell. Yep. That's adorable. Yep. That's very cute, actually. That sounds like a someone who'd be doing like shows in the Wild West. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll come back to that. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys uh, at some point. Um, recording has been a little difficult. We were supposed to record this last week, and then um, Alaska Airlines decided that we needed an extra day on vacation. But not actually vacation, just exhaustion. Yeah. 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 Just a couple hours in a Hilton in Irvine, California. And then lots of people are currently having babies, so Sadie has a lot of baby showers. And, we'll and make Sarah's just living her life. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll do the the last part of this um in the in the future. At some point um, in time there will be another episode. At some point. <laughs> at least we only have one Thanksgiving to schedule around exactly. now. Yes. <laughs> False Thanksgiving has already finished. No. The true <laughs> Thanksgiving has already finished. <laughs> Is it our spiel time? Yes. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MonsterPodRPG. And you can find us on the interwebs at MonsterPod.Monster. And thanks, Lisa, for our cover. You can find her at LisaSpiller on Patreon.com. And thank you to Gumbel for our theme song. Remember to rate, subscribe, review, all of that fun stuff. And we'll see you when we record the next episode, I guess. Goodbye. Okay, bye. bye. Love the Bachelor franchise? 
Ah, the romance, the adventure, the drama. But do you also kind of hate the Bachelor franchise? Oh yeah. The sexism, the racism, the intense heteronormativity of it all. Here at Date Card, we're just two obsessed queerdos who love to dissect, talk shit, and get blocked by problematic contestants. Yeah, we're here for the good, the bad, and the chad of it all. You can find us on Sobolo Media, iTunes, and Spotify. Please accept this rose! For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SobeloMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.